This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everyone. I know that uh, you haven't heard our episode yet. You're about to hear your episode, um, but we wanted to... Leave a little message before you get to the episode. We recorded the episode you're about to listen to on Monday, um, May 25th. Uh, and obviously, that was before um, the uh, events and protests of this weekend. Uh, so we wanted to kind of uh, say a little message before we got into the episode. If you check our Twitter and our Instagram, uh, we kind of already announced that we are donating some money uh, to a bunch of different uh, uh, charities, um, some charities in uh, Minneapolis, some of them are bail funds uh, to kind of bail protesters uh, who may have been arrested out of jail. Some of them are just to support the Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, if you go to our Twitter, we have a resource there. We're also going to post it in the episode descri- uh, episode description to let you know how you can also share some resources with people that really need it. Um, and we just wanted to say, yeah, that. We love and appreciate you all. We hope that you're staying healthy and safe. And uh, if you have the means, we we ask that you donate if possible. Yeah, and feel free to message me on Instagram or Twitter if you have any questions or you're feeling helpless and are trying to find a way to help, and we can figure out a way together. Uh, One thing that I think is a a good rule to uh, live by, especially uh, coming from us three uh, cis white hosts of uh, this podcast, is that uh, we should all be doing our part, do as much as we can to uplift other people's voices. So if you're uh, also a white person, know that, you know, your voice is probably not as necessary here. Try to find uh, some black voices and some people of color that you can amplify their messages as well and do as much as you can to uh, donate to uh, charities of people as color as well. Um, and uh, this is something that uh, also has been, uh, you know, kind of part of my life. But if you know a black people, please do not reach out to them and ask how you can help uh, white people go and do your own research. Um, I know personally from the people in my life and I won't name the name of the person that I live with, uh, but it's the last thing that they want is to uh, have someone reach out and ask them uh, how they can help. So please do your own research. um, And remember that this is about black lives matter and black lives do matter. And now enjoy our terrible podcast. The doctor was the mother. He stood on a block of ice. Both of them were goldfish. It was the cannon of an airplane. He stabbed him with an icicle. And the horse was being riding. All right, everyone. Next up on the auction block, we have a gently used Riddle podcast. This is from 1990-something. It's called Hey Riddle Riddle. They've done about 90-some episodes. Do I have a bid? Negative $5. Negative $5? I've heard negative 5 I have a question. Uh, well, when you raise your hand, that means you're bidding. Okay, so I'll do negative I'll 10 uh, My, my question s- is this. Mm-hmm. You say gently used, but this looks like it's been ridden hard and put away wet. 
Huh. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. So um, the reason the podcast is up for sale is because there are no more riddles in the world. So if you're buying this, do know that there's no more riddles left. Uh, so you said negative 10, sir? Uh, negative yeah, 15. I heard negative 15. Of course, that uh, means the auction house, Sotheby's, will be paying you to take this off their hands. I'll take it. I'll I'll take it home with me for twenty dollars. Uh, oh, you're going to you, pay twenty dollars? No, you give me the cold twenty. I'll take it off. Twenty five from the lady in the big hat. <laughs> Ma'am, please don't describe yourself. I'll do that. Twenty five from the lady, the lady with the big in the hat medium. in the back. Okay, well, fifty the- from the. Horribly disfigured man in the even bigger hat. <laughs> 55 okay, and- from the woman who is beautiful in the humongous hat. Okay, I'm so sorry. I do have a bid in the back. Uh, $5,000 from the man in the yellow hat with the monkey. No, I'm just trying to catch my monkey. I don't, I don't want to bid. Has anyone seen my George? Speaking of catching monkeys, I'm Adorify. I'm JPC. And I'm Curious Aaron. And we are Hey, we a Riddle. And this is episode 98... That wow. can't be right. Check your that math a, again, Adel. Okay, Adel, do the math. Ready? Last was 97 plus 1. 90, mm-hmm. Let 98. Let me, hold on. Let me get out my abacus. He's put, he's putting on a big a pair of janitor's scrubs. Yes, and then I'm going to pull out my napkin that I had the members of ABBA kiss. Okay, you see the lipstick of all four members of ABBA. This is my ABBA kiss. And I'll give you $1,000 for that. <laughs> $1,000 from the lady in the big hat. <laughs> Oh, yes, it is uh, episode 98. How's everybody doing? I, I should let me start off by because I, I brought nothing to the conversation by asking that. So let me what say if Gene Simmons was the lead singer of ABBA. What if Abacus? What Thank if you. Gene Simmons sold blue jeans and they called them blue Gene Simmons? <laughs> what if Bill Simmons and Gene Simmons kissed? <laughs> I'm listening. Peter, Peter Chris. Um, so what's going on in my world? Well, Gemma and I just yesterday. Hold on. Should someone ask? No, I, okay. I guess I asked myself. Uh, sure. Gemma and I bought, we finally pulled the trigger and bought a feeder, a, a chipped feeder for brisket and fries um, because brisket is horribly overweight. So mm-hmm. we got a little feeder where they have to stick their neck into it and then a door opens and they can eat that portion and that's it. Um, so we're feeling good about that. I've also When you just, say, it's a, what is a chipped feeder? Like, is that like gently used? So we have them both chipped. Got it. Um, in, in case they ever, yeah, if, in case they ever get out, or in case they be, they're future cats, mm-hmm. um, because we brought them back from the future, so they have chips in them. So the feeder reads that that and will only open for their chip. Got it. Got it. Mm. So just make sure they're only eating their portion and they're not grazing twenty times a day like they've been doing. I just um, have uh, an uncarved plate uh, thing for my cat where I just it has to demand one quarter portion, uh, and then it can get its food. <laughs> Huh. And what's your cat's name? Uh, Uncar Platt. Uncar Cat. <laughs> Uncar Cat? Yeah. Um, what else am I, what am I, what am I up to? Have, so have they been using this feeder? They just started uh, today, and they are both terrified of it. They don't get it yet? They don't get it yet. They keep trying to get into each other's because um, they're dumb and they're cats. But brisk fries is being a little bit better. Fries has kind of eventually figured it out, but brisket constantly goes to fries and, and won't go to his own. Oh, okay. When brisket's the one who needs brisket's the one who's who's a fatty moving baddie. He's a chomp boy, <laughs> so he just can't stop eating other cats' food. Can't he? He only wants what's not his. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, th- so that's that. what's that's what's new with me. Um, and I'm also replaying. I think I told Japes I'm replaying Breath of the Wild because I never. Finish that the first time around, so I'm going back to finish it all, baby. Is it fun? That's pretty. That's very. Oh, it's so fun. And I also thought about just now. I just thought of a fun burn 
Um, and for listeners, you can use this if you want. So the next time you're on a date, you can be like, damn girl, are you a 2017 hit Switch RPG? Because your breath is wild. So on a date? To, yeah, that would hurt to, my feelings. Feel free to use that. <laughs> hashtag Nintendo Burns. Send us your Nintendo Burns at hashtag Nintendo Burns. I feel like use that off a date. <laughs> That's a dismount to a date. <laughs> <laughs> Let me How ask, to end I, a date by JPC? That's your dating I, advice. I'm book. only I'm only going to end a date with a dismount if I'm Carrie struggling. Um, JPC, Great. can I um uh, see a scene? And really, it's just you doing a reading. A scene? At, yeah. At I haven't barn, even told you about my week. At a Barnes and Noble. And I'm already doing homework. Um, and it's from your book, uh, How to Stop Dating People. And this is like some of your advice for how to get out of a date. You're just reading it aloud. <clears throat> Uh, thank you, everyone, for having me. Um, I'm going to read some selections uh, from my book. Um, this is from Chapter 6, How to Get Out of a Date. If you find yourself dating a Seth, stop. <laughs> no reason to date a Seth. Uh, no uh, reason. Sorry, I have a question here. Yes, I am I'll take a question. I am TV's Seth McFarlane, and I find uh, what you just said a little bit unusual. Yes, I find that that's not very polite. Why don't you, you giggity, giggity, date- giggity the fuck out of here, please? <laughs> Security, kill this man. Execute this man. Scene. And scene. Peter Griffin. That's a, that's Peter Griffin? <sighs> we'll never hear the list, everybody. Now everyone's going to be on infinite dates that Damn, won't no. end. Well, not if you're Seth. Not if you're <laughs> Seth. True. You're fucked. You're uh, Seth, Aaron, what's been no going dates. on you're, with your week? Um, Not much. I went to uh, stay at my boyfriend's family's house in the suburbs because they weren't there. So we had the whole house to ourselves, watched some documentaries, ate some food, swam in the pool. Uh, Mostly just spent a few hours trying to get a shot of uh, Sean hitting a ball really, really hard in slow motion. That's how we spent our weekend. Did you slide across the floor in uh, white socks and a white button-down shirt? Yeah, and then I was Tom Cruise for a few hours. It was really uh, scary. I woke up. I was Tom Cruise. I didn't know what to do. At the end of the weekend, did you put the Ferrari on blocks and then run it in reverse to get the miles back <laughs> off of it? That's exactly what I did. When Aaron was in <laughs> Egypt land, let my Aaron go. Uh, GPC, how about your week? Okay, well, now that you asked, had an interesting, interesting week. Uh, I will say that we had a um, a, a fun thing uh, happen uh, today, which is uh, not fun. And I'll preface this story by uh, no one was hurt, but there were like four fire trucks on our street because a house on our street caught on fire. But it was a house, and we got the scoop afterwards, but just like everyone in the neighborhood was out on their porch or their steps being like, well, yeah, the house on fire, huh? Yeah, everybody, the house on fire? You hear about the house this on fire? This house is on fire. Um, but it, no, one, no one lived in it. They were like rehabbing it. And apparently the firefighters were, they were like really Russian. They were like booking it to get this to get this house put out. Um, but well, you know, isn't that always? Isn't no. that their job? Sometimes if like the fire department's called and it's like nothing, they'll, they won't be like moving slow. Oh, you know, they slow will down boys. Slow. Where's the fire? Yeah. Like, <laughs> not, the fact that they were like really rushing to like get the hoses put on was like, oh shit, this is like a real fire. But apparently I guess the firefighters said to someone who was there that um, it had been burning for a while because the house is, no one's in it because it's being rehabbed. Mm. Well, now it's definitely being so it used to take house trucks up uh but it had been burning for a while and all of the windows were open it was on like the second floor of the house and they were like if the windows had been closed it could have like exploded or <gasps> been a more more Damn. like um combustible fire do but they know how the windows, it started they don't but my guess is if it was no one was in it and it was being rehabbed uh it was maybe like 
some contractor left something there or something or electrical. I, who knows? I have no had idea. you had you been by the house recently? Like had you walked by it? Because I don't want to accuse, but it seems like maybe the fire started because of that ass. Well, yeah, was it, it because of that ass? It could have been because I do walk spaghetti by that. So if you like that doggy ass, then <laughs> it's possible. And, and her doggy ass is straight fire. Oh, yeah. It's 100% a badonka donk. Uh, <laughs> I'd, I'd blaze that ass and smoke it. Uh, could Badonka-donk? it be arson? Could be. Could it be arson? Could have been arson. It could have been like, uh, who knows? I mean, nobody knows. The neighbors apparently saw smoke rising from it and then they called and then they, uh, I wish I had been out there on the street where they were like hosing it down with those fire hoses, but I didn't want to like leave my house and like be one of those like weird onlookers on the street to be like, yeah, firehouse, the fire, the, the house is burning down on fire. I do want to see a scene. Japes and Aaron, you two are parents. Uh, your parents have a boy named uh, Carson, um, and uh, you start, you're starting to believe that our son is an arson. Our son, our, Carson, is an arson. Gotcha. That's, and that's the premise. Gotcha. Thank you, Adel, for this gift. <laughs> Good night, Carson. Sweet dreams. Good night, Carson. Good night, Mom. Okay. Yeah. I, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Mom. what I'm thinking. <laughs> Elise, we've been married. We've been married for fifteen years. It, it's possible that we're thinking the same thing. I know. I just get scared because I get scared that you're. You know what I mean? I'm thinking I, what I'm thinking. I told you. I, I, I quit that life. I quit that life a long time ago. I'm no longer a medium. I'm no longer. I know, but sometimes I just get scared that you're reading my brain. You know. Especially. I still consult with the police sometimes, and I, I, I do it a little bit on the side. But I'm not a medium anymore. I'm not. I'm not watching for the micro expressions to read your mind. So you, we're, we're both like on the, we're both like thinking the same thing the same independently. Thing. independently. You're not just thinking other, what yeah. I'm thinking because I'm thinking about what I'm thinking. <laughs> and I and I know what you're thinking, and I'm thinking uh, I'm thinking the same thing, but it has nothing to do with that. You're thinking that we just both arrived at that same conclusion. Excellent, Carson. Your mother's dead, reading... by the way. See? What? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I love that it started off as some ASMRson. Wow. Um, So let's get 98 on the fucking road. Uh, We're going to do one warm up and then from there we're going to get into our puzzles, puzzies and riddies. Um, Wow. I won't feel warmed up from that. The one warm up and I I guarantee you because of the content or the subject matter, we will feel warm uh, a certain a certain temperature after this. The one warm up we have is the show cannot proceed. I guarantee you we will not continue the show until you answer this one riddy. Which is, Shit. who are the four members of 98 Degrees? This is episode 98. It's 98 Degrees. It's getting a little hot in here. I need all four, four members, members of 98 Degrees. And uh, if you want the is show this to I, I know Less this of area. a riddle and more of a sad question. <laughs> I, I know uh-huh. this one. I okay. actually do know this. Okay, here we go. Can I go? Yeah. Can I guess Can one? Because I... I only know one. Um, first, I, I think I would be mega impressed if Japes knew all four. So first, I want to see if he knows all four, if that's okay. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Nick Lachey, Luke Chenet, Chic Lachey, and Lick May. <laughs> You got Lick a May. I was going to say Lick a May. <laughs> you got three or four. Rats. You got three or four. Oh, who was I missing? So Nick Lachey is the, like the front the front person, you were, right? You were missing Gold LeMay. <laughs> uh, Nick Lachey, it, I believe, was the, the sort that's, of face of Is that the one the you knew, too? Yeah, that is. Wait, is Aaron Carter's brother in that one, or is he in Backstreet Boys? He's Backstreet Boys, and his name is Nick Boys, Carter. His name is Nick Carter. Okay, what is a 98 Degree song, even? Everybody, um, yeah, yeah, ninety-eight degrees. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. I don't Nick remember. Lachey. There was only one that I ever knew, and I don't remember what it is. Haircut uh, me... Jones, Jean Vest, Mike. Okay, 
<laughs> here we go. Here are some, here are 98 Degrees top songs. I do, parentheses, cherish you. Yeah. The, the hardest thing, which obviously is about a boner. Invisible Man, My Everything, Because of You. Are these all ringing any bells? I, oh, I, in, I intro. I remember the video for I do. <laughs> Fly with me, Because of You, Give It that Up. That was back in my like TLR days. Do you want to? No. Do you want to dance? TRL. Total request. Total recall. Um, what is this? How is this a riddle? Because this... it's episode ninety-eight. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> oh, it's episode ninety-eight. If so, we don't keep, if we don't keep trying to assume that questions are riddles, then this podcast will go up for auction. Ooh, is it someone named Seth <sighs> okay. in it? Is someone named Seth in it? Of course, yeah. we all know you shouldn't date Seths. There are yeah. no Seths in this. It's four white guys, right? It's four white guys. Um, they, I will say, there is a pair of brothers in the group. So based off what you, the one person you know, we have Nick Lachey and Blank Lachey. Oh, Nick Lachey's brother was in this. Mm-hmm. Sam, Mike. It's not Sam. Eric. No, it's got to be like a sexy name for music. Adel, do not tell us until JPC <laughs> and I get it. I don't care if this is the entire episode. Is it? Do Chris? not tell us. It's not Chris. Uh, is it? Uh, Trey Lachey? Tom. Uh, <laughs> Tom Lachey. Um, Trey Lachey. Tom Lachey. Rick. Ooh la la. Rick Lachey is a great okay, name. Okay, so if someone named their name, if someone named their son Nicholas, what else would they name their son? It's another four-letter word. Not, I guess four-letter word, four-letter name. Ooh. Woo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Woo. I think, I John? Think, John I think Lachey? Is, it's not. I, Jack. It's not Jack. I do think this is one of the property brothers' names. I think. Hammer. Nail. <laughs> Hammer. Hammer Lachey. <laughs> okay, wait, I gotta see a scene. Adel, um, uh, you are Hammer Lachey. You are our older brother. Uh JPC, you're Nick Lachey. I'm Seth Lachey. Let's just assume that's his name. And uh you uh Hammer Lachey is begging us to be in ninety-eight degrees. Hey, what are you? What are you two up to in the I basement? Do. Oh, uh, sorry, we're we're just practicing for um for, for, uh, for what MTV. Oh yeah. Oh, my, oh, music television. I love music television. Can I? Oh man, what what are you all singing? I, I heard I do. Is it like a marriage song? Uh, don't worry about it, uh, Hammer. Going to the chapel and we're gonna get married. Pretty we good. don't. We don't want to bring you into it, Hammer, because we know you know with your divorce, we don't really want yeah. to kind of bring back bad memories for you. Huh, but yeah. it's yeah, it's no, about no, yeah, it's yeah. kind of about marriage and commitment. Yeah, it's yeah. uh, sucks she faked her own death. I wish she just would have been honest with me. Well, yeah, she, Hammer. And, well, good luck out there. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Uh, that roof needs shingles, so we'll let you get back to it. Huh. So I'm only good for stuff around the house, sort of your... Hammer, sort of... you're so, always sort of trying like to insert yourself into our lives. Like You tried to go to both of our proms, and you were like well into your 20s. Yeah, chaperone. Ugh. Yeah, and, and Hammer, like, you know, me and Seth are kind of like jacked and ripped, and, you know, you're kind of like... You, you Wildly know, overweight? Well... I would say that you have dad bod. And yeah, I have a beer belly and I have beer titties. And uh, yeah, it's ninety seven, and we're not really doing dad bod yet. So wait, what year is it? It's nineteen ninety seven. And next year is going to be uh, nineteen ninety nine. And and shorten that year. Ninety eight. That's it. That's it. 
Yeah, that's the name what, of band 98 is 98 Degrees. degrees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we already have that name. Oh. Yeah. oh, I guess I'm looking at your shirts. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> Poor Hammer Lachey. I don't know why I feel bad for Hammer Lachey. We made him up. Hammer Lachey. Hammer um, Lachey was uh, Daniel Craig's character in Knives Out. Yeah. <laughs> my name is Hammer Lachey. Not to masturbating <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> Incredible. My name is Gazebo Malaki. Can, can I ask you guys a question about that movie? If you mm-hmm. haven't seen Knives Out, great uh-huh. movie. I, I recommend it. How, where did you land on Knives Out? Did you like it? We just rewatched it. I liked I it a it. lot. Yeah, I loved it. So uh, it's polarizing because people will say like Daniel Craig's accent either drew them out of the movie. For me, it made the movie. I loved it. It was so fucking comical. Uh, you know, like... It, it, I, I like when actors take big, wild swings. And apparently, I guess that Daniel Craig like kind of just showed up to set with that accent. It was supposed to be like very like uh, <laughs> subtle, and he just had that big accent. They were like, well, <laughs> we want Daniel Craig. So. Yeah. I love I think, it. I think it's great. Anytime an actor, like, um, I just watched The Wrong Missy with Lauren Lapkus. Oh, yeah. The David Spade movie. And Lauren goes like full like Michael Keaton in Beetlejuice, where it's just like, I'm going to go for it. And she's stellar in it. Like she stand, it's a total standout performance. Um, but I love any time an actor is just like, I'm just gonna go for it. Like who cares? Fuck it, get it, get it, baby. Um, okay, we're gonna go ahead and, and mention the other members. We do have to move on. I I was gonna do a bit where we made this a whole episode, but um, how would we ever get this? Would we have got? Can we have one more hint? I, I guess I assume about Aaron Nick Lachey's was maybe brother. A fan. Um, it, are these people famous in any other context? No. Okay. Um, I don't think. So Nick Lachey's brother, if if an artist um, were to take a pencil and and create something, this would be the past tense. Drew Lachey. His name is Sketch Lachey. No, no. <laughs> no, his name is Drew Lachey. It's Nick and Drew Lachey. We also have founding member Jeff Timmons or Jeff that- Timmons and Justin and Donnie Pumba. <laughs> And Justin Jeffer, <laughs> Jeffrey, Justin Jeffrey, Justin Jeffer, J J E F F R E. Okay, well, Jeff, Jeffrey. I, no idea. I, and I think that that I do song is the only song that I remember of theirs, and I don't remember. I don't even remember how it goes. Um, yeah, I do well, remember the video. They were had like open shirts, and they were very flowy. <laughs> You're describing Hot. every John Woo movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into our main riddies and buzzies. Uh, here Hell we go. Hell yeah. We're going to go across the ponds. This is an American tourist in London took a taxi cab. When he reached his destination, the tourist paid the taxi driver the fare, but he did not include a tip. The taxi driver was displeased and said something to the American that ruined his whole evening. The two men were strangers and they had never met previously. What did the cabbie say? 9-11 wasn't his side job. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Do you tip? Wait, in England, you do tip, right? Yeah. Cabs? In but England, you tip. In a lot of Europe, you don't. You don't. But you do tip in England? No, I was I was talking to someone the other day that said that they don't tip in England. I or think, maybe they're talking about Scotland. I think England, you, it's not outright spoken. I guess like they don't, they won't automatically add gratuity. Maybe, but it's you're supposed to. I okay. believe. I I was just in London and I tipped. Maybe I've never I'm been to London, so I'm. It's okay that I don't know this because it's one of those things that I would research before I went. Well, this cabbie's pissed, so clearly he was supposed to tip. So he's supposed um, to tip. Okay. Okay. So is it something to do with them driving on the other side of the road? Um, it's not. 
So an American tourist in London took a taxi cab. When he reached his destination, the tourist paid the taxi driver but did not include a tip. The taxi driver was displeased and said something to the American that ruined his whole evening. The two men were strangers and had never met previously. What did the cabbie say that did, ruined the American's evening? Did the cabbie say the C word? Because it means something a little bit different there. And it's not mm-hmm. its not okay to say. It's still not okay to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does mean something a little different there. All their comedians say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, if you uh, if you watch, uh, oh God, who was the guy that did Smash? Uh, guy Ritchie? Any Guy Ritchie movie? You, you hear that? You hear that a little more than you want to. Guy Ritchie did something called Smash. Wait, Snatch? Snatch? Oh my God! Smash is a CBS musical. NBC sitcom <laughs> NBC musical? about yeah. musicals. Yeah, Guy Ritchie did that, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bloody wanker! No, you <laughs> know what he did? Do Aladdin, and it was yeah. fucking he terrible. Did. He did Aladdin. Remember Vinnie uh. Jones and NBC's Smash? <laughs> my name's Bullet Tooth Tony. Do we you watched... know what Nemesis means? Wait, I want to uh. see a scene. Um, I want you two to just be uh, two guys that could be in any Guy Ritchie movie. What you mean, clean up the pig's filth? When I say clean up the pig's filth, what I mean is be a good little tin soldier, grab the shovel, oi, and kill them pigs. Oh, I understand what you mean, but it's still a pig pen. Even if I clean up the filth in the pig pen, it's still going to be full of pigs. And they're probably filthy creatures, aren't they? So in it, so in it, going to end up even more filthy. Do you know what the word pig means? Oh, the I, word I, pig is Latin. Am I speaking pig Latin to you? Or Is that you? how I sound? Or you? Flip it in the digits and vivid ribbit. Hello, I'm the one lady in the movie. Can I stay? Blam, Can blam, I more than one blam, scene? Blam. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <See>. Fine. <laughs> um, Not a lot of women in the movies. Not a lot of women in a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, I don't Not know if a anyone's... lot of women in a Guy Ritchie movie. Guy Ritchie directed a movie where like Charlie Hunnam is King Arthur and he's like using a sword. Mariah and I watched like 30 minutes of that. It was on some free a- app that we'd never heard of before. It was awful. Is that oh, the one no. with Jamie, Jamie Foxx as the Sheriff of Nottingham? No, 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 no. That's, okay. that's a different one. Oh my God. Or maybe he comes in more than 30 minutes later into the movie and he's in it. But this is like, it's like Exc- Excalibur, the sword of, I can't remember. It's, it was awful. But it was very much like a Guy Ritchie directed, like in his style, his conversational mm-hmm. style. But in like olden times, it was weird. I don't think it did well. <laughs> I, I can't imagine it did. Uh, what do we think this cabbie said to this American? Uh, Does it have I, something to do with the time difference? Did he ruin his evening by being like, your evening's already over. You're s- six hours later, dude. It did not. What it had to do with, and this is an answer nobody would ever come up with. It did have to uh, do with where he was dropping the man off at. Off it. Off it. Wrong hotel. No. Buckingham uh, Palace. Because then his actions would have pissed off the American versus what he said. So what could he have said after he dropped off this American that would have ruined his whole evening? I'll give um, you 10 more seconds and then I'm just going to say the answer because this is very convoluted. It it's was like a he secret to off? something? Like he told him like he spoiled something for him? Ooh, Aaron. Yes. Oh, did he spoil like the end of the Harry Potter play? Or the play, yeah, like a, the end of the play, like the so-and-so dies. A hundred percent, you two just got it. Here's the answer. The American was going to a performance of the famous Agatha Christie play, The Mousetrap. The taxi driver dropped him off outside the theater and then said X did it, where X was the name of the murderer in the play. We cannot say here X's name or we might ruin your future enjoyment of the play. That's very nice of them. 
Oh, I'm really That's... glad that that didn't include a spoiler. Thank so you they... for being so nice, Riddle. Yeah, so they oh, see so you, you two got it where they did spoil the end of the play. And what... that is a play based off the board game? Based off the yes, uh, based off the Rube Goldberg uh, board game <laughs> mousetrap. Um, that I think what he said is the diver jumps in the bathtub. Uh-huh. Also, I love that you said spoils the end of the new Harry Potter play because the end of the Harry Potter play is Voldemort killing Harry's parents, <laughs> <laughs> which is like the first chapter of uh, book one. Uh, so not really, not really. Oh yeah, because be it's a prequel. It is, a, is. You can still get pregnant from a prequel. Yeah, it can still get you pregnant. It's a prequel sequel. Hit it's me with a another riddle. Sequel? I got it. I got this one. JPC, you're going to be so impressed with how fast I get it. Uh, this next one? don't even need to be here. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, this one is called The King's Favor. When King Charles II of England, another English riddle. When King Charles II of England- Why, why are this- you surprised? You fucking picked him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> like hey guys, what are the chances? Can I, can I be honest? I was just trying to inject some uh, classic <laughs> adult energy into the show. Adel's got a big, you can't see this because it's, uh, we're recording it obviously and you could never see it even if we weren't doing it via Zoom, but Adel's got a big wheel behind it full of riddles and he just spins it every time. Uh, that would be like fun. Every 30 minutes, it would I just, be. every 30 minutes, I just like to be surprised or, or scream wowie just so, just so I seem energetic. Wowie! Yeah. When King Charles II of England visited a college at the University of Cambridge, he noticed a fine portrait of his father, King Charles I, hanging in the main hall. He asked if he could have it, but the ruling body of of the college was very reluctant to part with it. At last, the king said that he would grant the college anything in his power if they would give him the portrait and that he would be very displeased and unhelpful if they declined his generous offer. The college elders accepted. What did they ask for in return? The painting back. Aaron I am amazed at how fast you got this. Wow. The college asked the king to return the painting in six months. Since this was clearly in his power, he agreed. Aaron, true to your word, you babe roofed it. You called your own shot. You fucking nailed that one. Oh, wait, uh, I'm going to win a million dollars. Right uh, now. Okay. I'm going to win. Uh, I'm going to be a millionaire in 10 minutes. No, okay. that's okay. too let's much all, time. Let's all check our phones. Um <laughs> Okay, I don't uh, see any breaking news or lottery updates. Oh, I got a breaking news right here. Yeah, oh. plane plane crashes into local <laughs> woman's apartment. <laughs> oh boy, is that what? Oh, that's what that is. Okay, Aaron, what is that? What is that? Uh, what is that plane in the background? Wait, that wait. There's a hot millionaire on the plane. Give me one second. <laughs> is Give he me dead? ten minutes. <laughs> a hot millionaire perishes in a one man plane crash. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, speaking of hot millionaires dying in plane crashes, we're going to go to a quick break and we'll be right back with more hot millionaires. Eee, I'm hot. <laughs> Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. <clears throat> Um, JPC. two words rhymes with, oh no, you're sick. Yes, it rhymes with, oh no, I'm sick. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You guys are never going to get it. I was trying to show you I need Claritin. Mm. Claritin. Oh, JPC, why don't you just hold up a box of Claritin? Oh, I have this box of Claritin right here. Mm. Camera goes ping, and I, and, I'm, and I smile and I kind of wink when I hold up my box of Claritin D. JPC, I know that you famously live with allergies. You're an mm. allergy sufferer. Famously. But you don't have to live like that. You can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Yeah, luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Guys, I know that you've been saying this live clear with Claritin D thing. It seems super natural, but you've been saying it a ton just to me, like in casual conversation. Live clear with Claritin D. Live Claritin clear with Claritin D. We all know it. I picked up my own Claritin D, and I think that everybody should use this product. I have allergies. I have the scratchy throat, the the itchy throat. There's nothing worse. There's a lot of things worse, but there's a there's nothing worse from a you know personal day to day level than that scratchy throat. Claritin D takes it all away. It's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better and podcast funnier. That's not part of their ad copy. I just want, <laughs> I want Claritin to know I added the podcast funnier. <laughs> the double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. It makes you pretty funny on a podcast. That they put in there. I don't know why they put that in there. That was... But don't take it from the three of us. Take it from Claire Teen, the the teenage Claire who loves Claritin. Claire? I have a teenage Claire, Claire that <laughs> loves Claritin. Ready to live your life like you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your Woo! local pharmacy counter. Yeah. You don't even need a prescription. Woo-hoo. So go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. That's C-L-A-R-I-T-I-N.com right now. Use as directed. Yep. Live Claritin clear. JPZ, live Claritin clear. Live Claritin clear with Claritin, 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 Claritin D. Yes, live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Yes. <laughs> Wow, JPC, your aura is kind of, it's kind of like a gray. Oh, thank like you. Like a dark gray. Do you mind if I take a picture of your aura? Oh, ab- no. The, and honestly, I get stopped all the time asking if people could, did you say take a picture of my Speeding aura? Speeding or? Yeah, take a picture of your aura because I want to put it in my aura digital frame, which is uh, my new favorite thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm on so many people's aura digital frames that I would be honored to have my aura on your aura. Oh, uh, my aura on your aura. Yeah, that sounds great. I got these aura frames. I gave one to my mom for Mother's Day. She absolutely freaking loves it. Mm-hmm. You just upload any pictures you have, pops up into the frame immediately. If you, like I bought my mom a frame, I can upload pictures to her frame at any time. It's one of the best things I've ever purchased for my mom. Yeah, of course. I mean, they're Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames, and they allow you to share and display unlimited photos. And like I said, my aura photo, my gray, it's kind of like a storm cloud energy that I have. Um, yeah, people can I can actually see that. see that. Sometimes I like the top of my head is actually wet because of how powerful huh. my aura is. Uh, and people You're stop crying. me all the time, ask me for my picture. They say, I want to put this on my frame. <laughs> it's perfect for Mother's mm. Day. I want to give this to my mom for Mother's Day. I want her to, I want her to see this stormy man that I met. It huh. happens to me all the time. Yeah. Oh, and we should say that Aaron uh, got sucked into a book. Um. You know, they also have great privacy. You have complete control over who has mm. access to your frame, and the Aura app lets you share photos more securely than with email, which many other digital frames require. So people can't steal your sort of gray, your grayish sort of uh, energy. Yeah, and the book is over 100 years old. Um, Aura was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura Ooh. frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code RIDDLE at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. 
I would open the book to help Aaron, but I don't want to get sucked in myself. If you know, of course, no one does. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, and then I, I'll, I'll just go, and I'll, I'll start with the jingle. Is that, yeah. is that okay mm-hmm. if I start? Whenever with you're okay. ready. Henson shaving. You better shave your hair. How was that? It's pretty good. I, it's, okay. It was a little bit more yacht rock than before, which is actually what we're going for. Oh, great! Because the 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 call, my call said yacht rock. I mean, that's why they that's why you brought JPC in. I mean, I'm I'm Mr. Yacht Rock. Yeah, exactly. And we here at Henson Shaving are a family owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS International Space Station and mm. Mars Rover. And now we're bringing precision engineering to your shaving experience. Okay, now I didn't know that about uh, aerospace manufacturing and mm-hmm. uh, international space. I'll give you a I'll give you a jingle with more of like a space feel if that's okay. Perfect. Bleep, blort, beep, blort, people, papa, people, papa, people, papa, people, papa. It's in shaving. Okay, you gotta shave in space. Yeah, well, that sounds like the aliens are singing it, and our uh, aliens don't buy our product, so that's. Um, our razor blades. Huh. Dang. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Good note. Good note. Mm-hmm. JPC, razor blades are like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble. The more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. A bad shave isn't a blade problem. It's an extension problem. And we here okay, at Hanson di- solve that. Diving board makes me think beach. And so let's do like more of like a beachy vibe uh, for the jingle. Oh, ho, 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 Hanson shaving. Shave it at the beach. Huh. Okay. What do we think? That was actually pretty good. That's more of a Elvis. Uh, it, you know, uh, just like Elvis in the 50s, I want to say, mm-hmm. Henson Razors works with standard dual edge blades to give you the old school shave with the benefits of new school tech. Once you own a Henson Razor, it's only about 3 to $5 per year to replace the blades. Just like in the 1950s when razors were like 3 to $5 a year. And now it's yeah. thousands. Mm-hmm. And Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and no planned obsolescence. Aaron, go ahead and tell us how to get those uh, Henson razors. Oh, she got sucked into an ancient book of evil. To an ancient book of evil, yeah, so she's not going to be She's in a world we can't even begin to imagine. Uh, I'll read it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit HensonShaving.com slash Riddle to pick the razor for you and use code Riddle, and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor just make sure to add them to your cart that's 100 free blades when you head to h-e-n-s-o-n-s-h-a-v-i-n-g dot com slash riddle and use code riddle okay 100 free blades let me just do uh yeah, another whenever you're ready another jingle okay 100 free blades He's the Black Hunter of Vampires, and there's a hundred of him. Henson Shaving, 100 free blades. So is it like Blade Siblings, or he, he got cloned, or... I don't quite know how yeah. it works. And we are back, and we're all hot millionaires, and, oh. You guys. What is that? What is that? Hold on. There's something. Oh, hold, on, hold on. Sorry. What is that? There's something across the street from me. Is it a house fire, or what's, it's a bunch of, it's like a, some sort of parade? We can't see it. A cheetah eating Toblerone. A penguin with a haircut. A horsey with a better haircut. A panther who just can't today. 
A horse with a mustache. A monkey with a better mustache. A goat who dates your mom now. A dog drinking lemonade. A gazelle wearing prescription sunglasses. <laughs> it's Animal Parade. <laughs> Thank and God that, you went with uh, <laughs> prescription sunglasses and not lemonade to end the Animal Parade. <laughs> um, yes, I've, I've, lemonade was too on the nose for the rhyme. I wanted something uh-huh. fun, like yeah. a slant rhyme, like sunglasses and parade. Wait, I got a question. Does this happen to anyone else when you're playing Animal Parade that you forget what kinds of animals there are and you also forget what are types of things people can do? If someone went back and took all the animal parades, I think we've only done three or four, and took out the animals, I think we'd only have a stable of five that we keep reusing. <laughs> yeah, but that's the same for like improv scenes and like general yeah, premises. <laughs> um, and uh, so we're going to do an animal animal parade segment in just a minute here. We do have to, a new thing I want to add is that at the end of the animal parade, when I say it's an animal parade, we all have to make the sound of any animal on three. Okay. Does everybody have an animal ready? Yeah, yeah. Okay, here, here we go. Do you, do you need a refresher on what some animals are? Yeah. And it has okay. to be an animal that makes a noise. I uh, think Old MacDonald. I uh, think all <laughs> the animals uh, on the farm. Okay, okay so I'm saying the animal. No, you're we're going to make an animal noise. Okay. Like okay. meow or I thought rough. we were going to say the animal. Okay, okay, I got it. Ready? One, yeah. two, two, three. three. Spiders. Spiders. I said spiders. James Over, there's spiders. Okay, we were all spiders. spiders. Yeah, I said spiders as well. I hissed like a spider. Um, So this Animal Parade article was sent in by Nolan B. Nolan B. is in uh, New Orleans, so he is literally Nolan from NOLA. That is wonderful. Um, If you have any Animal Parade um, uh, articles you want to send our way, please send that to hrrpodcast at gmail.com with the subject line Animal Parade. Uh, Nolan sent us an article about uh, monkeys in Florida. So let me read this article, and then we'll, yeah. we'll discuss that, and then we'll do an animal-related riddle. Louisiana slamming <laughs> on Florida. I love it. <laughs> well, they're, they're neighbors. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is from the Orlando Weekly. Headline is, Florida's invasive herpes monkeys can now be found from Jacksonville to Tampa. Silver Springs State Park has been home to a large troop of invasive STD-carrying monkeys for almost a century, but now sightings are becoming more frequent in Florida cities hundreds of miles from the park. According to a new report from First Coast <laughs> News, the population of the rhesus monkey... Well, there's no wrong way to fuck a rhesus, we should say that. The population... <laughs> the, uh, little monkey fact. Uh, the population of rhesus... <laughs> There's a lot happening right now. We all know there's no wrong way there's no wrong way to fuck a rhesus. Stop it. The population uh. of rhesus monkeys has expanded considerably over the years and the monkeys are now being spotted in northeast cities like St. John's, St. Augustine, Paltaka, Palatka, Walaka and Elkton and as far as Apopka and Tampka, these all sound fake. Um, also, I just added a K to Tampa. The monkeys were originally Tampa. part of a failed tourist attraction called Colonel Tui's Jungle Cruise in the oh 1930s. My <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You, oh, my God. Are we allowed oh to see God. scenes during Animal Parade? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. We're going to see a scene. Uh, Adel, you are a monkey. Uh, you have made it to, uh, <laughs> you have made it to like, uh, let's, go, let's say Daytona Beach. Uh, you are, you're just a monkey out on your own. Uh, you're going to walk into a uh, convenience store and try to buy a pack of cigarettes. Aaron, you were working at that convenience store. Uh, 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 um, uh, can I get a scratch off and uh, this uh, five-hour energy drink? And uh, I guess just throw in some, uh, some palm oils. Uh, yeah, can I see some ID? Uh, oh, um, uh, 
I owe you an ID? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry? I owe you an ID, monkey humor. It's just... What else? Let me grab some of these Reese's. Um, oh, that's funny. I'm... Look at... Uh, let me hold them up to my face. Can you tell us apart? <laughs> Reese's um, and Reese's? You should know that uh, Reese's just came out recently. There is a right way to eat a Reese's. And <laughs> oh, how's that? Reese's. How's that? Um, like, like this. Okay, you're putting it in your butt and, <laughs> and then twerking. Hey, Michelle, Anyways. Can, I, can I talk to you, Michelle? <laughs> uh, me? Me, Michelle? Yeah. Oh, yeah. snap. I think you're fired. No, no, no. no, no. no. This okay. is your second strike. This is your second warning. You can't. What was just my eat. first warning? Remind when me. Did, when you did this yesterday with the Reese's. Okay, you you got to pay for them if you want to eat them. I don't care how you do them. You can shelf them if you want to, but you got to pay for them first. Second fine. warning. Okay, fine. Um, can uh, I sorry, see? sorry, sir. Huh? Oh, no worries. Sir, can I see some ID for the cigarettes and the five-hour energy? You actually uh, can't be over oh, 20 oh, oh, to oh. buy a five-hour energy. Scene. <laughs> 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 that makes sense. Um, I also want to see a scene. This is less of a scene and more of a commercial. Um, Japes, I want to have you do a 30-second ad. This is a local Florida ad in the 1930s for Colonel Tui's Jungle Cruise. In the 1930s? It's from the 1930s. Colonel Tui's Jungle Cruise. Here we go in Florida. Well, gather round your radios. It's me, Colonel Chewy, and I've got a new jungle cruise that you kids are sure to enjoy. Well, when you hear jungle and you hear cruise, what does that make you think of? Fan boat in a swamp? Well, that's what it is. But it wouldn't be a jungle cruise if there weren't monkeys with STDs. That's right. These monkeys are all horny for each other, and they're all full of infectious diseases. Do not touch the monkeys, uh, because the, uh, a monkey bite will last all night, and it won't do you right. So come on down to Colonel Tui's. Just take a left at the swamp and keep on swimming, uh, and we will and, and, and get on the fan boat, and do, do not touch the monkeys, and don't uh, touch the Colonel, blades. Colonel Tui? Colonel mm-hmm. Tui? Um, yeah. the, the Germans have invaded. It's 1930. I think I think so. 39? Hold on, let me check. Is it the late 30s or the early 30s? I mean, that's what the Morse code is spelling out. Let me see this. Oh, yeah, that's what the Morse code is spelling out. Okay. Uh, well, uh, time to pack up our shit and go to the United States. Uh, we're done here in France. Uh, I hated it here anyway. Uh, <laughs> that's also, you just mentioned something that would be a great addition to any animal parade, which is a monkey with an STD. Of course. Uh, Colonel Tui is definitely uh, J.P. Riddle's uncle. I don't know why, but that oh, yeah. doesn't that sound like that's canon? Oh yeah, I feel like also I feel like maybe Colonel Tui is J.P. Riddle's son. Yeah, <laughs> and that gives us, well, that, that gives us some insight into how ancient J.P. Riddle's is. I feel like yes. J.P. Riddle's is like like Nosferatu or something, where he's just always been around. If Colonel mm-hmm. Tui is a French colonel who's escaping uh, World War II by moving to Florida and opening up in a monkey amusement mm-hmm. park, then it makes sense that he's J.P. Riddle's like uh, connection of the family in some sort. So what's did, the deal with these wa- monkeys? Are they going to make the way their way up to Georgia? Like, are they just in Florida still, or they're in a Georgia the state of mind? Yeah, monkeys are always in a Georgia state of mind. That's fa- that's nature. I would love um, to see monkeys take over Savannah. Ooh, see? that would be charming. Yeah, just would like you, strolling about Savannah. So what would a monkey have to do to acclimate to, to Savannah? Would they have to start- Confederate w- flags. Confederate, fla- <laughs> Confederate flags. It's about the culture. It's about the culture. It's heritage. Um, it's about heritage. <laughs> oh, actually, I just had. I just thought of a question. This Sorry to backtrack slightly. Japes, you can answer this for us, and only you sure. can answer this. If J.P. Riddles bites someone, does that person turn into a J.P. Riddles? Uh, that person turns into a corpse. <laughs> <laughs> 
Even if it's just like a bite on the toe? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like Last of Us. Like two hours later, you're fucking dead. I okay. got another question. Does J.P. Riddle show up in Mirrors? Uh, yes, uh, he's, br- it's, it's a long video. It's like a six minute video. He's briefly in it. Uh, Justin Timberlake, <laughs> Justin Timberlake does a little dance and then, uh, you can see JP Riddles eating half a raccoon just and in I the do- quarter of the frame. They couldn't cut it out. This, they this- only had that one shot of Justin doing that dance. So this actually brings, uh, this is a segment Aaron and I came up with just now in the moment. Um, this is called Inside the Improv Studio. Um, of course, Aaron and I are joined here today by our guest, J.P. Riddles. J.P. Riddles, how are you today? I've been better. Um, so, J.P. Riddles, what is your favorite curse word? Bisquick. <laughs> what you, What's your what favorite you... sound? <laughs> huh? What's your favorite sound? No, I think it was huh. I did it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, uh- J.P. Riddles, what do you hope to hear? What do you hope the first words are you hear from God the moment you enter heaven? Veto! (laughs) (laughs) J.P. Riddles, what's your favorite smell? Fart! (laughs) J.P. Riddles, if you could have coffee with anyone living or dead, who would you have coffee with? Dead. (laughs) J.P. Riddles, if you had any advice for any young person who wanted to become an actor, what would you say to them? Do not eat floor cheese! J.P. Riddles, thank you so much for your time. See Where am I? Why, why have you brought me here? Put me back in my hole. I love if you could have if you could have coffee with anyone living or dead. Dead. <laughs> is phenomenal. Um, let's get into it. So this is... Um, I think I was three for six on funny answers to those questions. And that's not bad. It's hard to do. I think you were six for six. I think you were six for six. So we are... That was a segment inside another segment. So we're getting very Inception-esque. So I do want to do... Before we end the Animal Parade segment, I do want to get to an animal-related riddle. Um, oh, we yes, can, that's we right. We can try and solve that because that is, for now, that is uh, part of the segment. May not always be, but for now it is. Here we go. An insect flying into a girl's ear terrifies her. So far, that's a statement. Yep. Her mother rushes the girl to the doctor, but he is unable to remove the insect. Suddenly, the mother has an idea. What is it? The insect is the doctor. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> buzz, 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 buzz. Um, what do we? What idea do we think the mom had to help remove the insect from the girl? First, what insect do we think it is? D- does the does the insect the specific type of insect have to do with her solution? Like, is it like a pun? Like, she get the buzzing out of her ears? Or um, it's not a pun, but it does. I it does have something to do with what type. Well, does it say it flew in or it crawled in or it got? Yeah, it, it says an, an insect flying into a girl's ear terrifies so maybe her. Maybe it's a fly or a moth or something. What if you put like light on like a flashlight and it flies out to the light or like Aaron, honey or something? Aaron, holy shit, you are butter. Because you are unsalted. She put the what? girl. <laughs> <laughs> what? Because you are a land of lakes. <laughs> um, Aaron, you are butter because every time you're gone, I miss you. <laughs> nah, that was bad. No, uh, I like that. <laughs> nice Amish pun. You are uh, butter because. No, no, I'll get one. Give me like six <laughs> minutes. Can we just sit in silence for six mm-hmm. minutes while I get Yeah, let's in? just sit in silence. Aaron, you are butter because you are eight sticks for six bucks. <laughs> Uh, I am <laughs> I am butter because a colonial woman made me with her arms. <laughs> Being so strong. That's nice. Yeah, I actually like that one. Aaron, you're like butter because right now it's your churn. Um, so, Aaron, you're dead on. the. She put the girl in a darkened room and placed a bright light near her ear. The insect emerged. Oh, so like it's an emer. <laughs> okay, I'd like, like to see a seed. 
Uh, JPC, you are a bug who was just in a person's ear, um, and we are all your friends, and you're like coming home from a day of that happening, and we're like not quite believing your story, but you're trying in a panic to describe it to us. Hey, dude, you're late to the bar. Yeah, dude, why are you late? I had the craziest fucking day. That's why I'm late. First of all, date? we're doing good. Oh, uh, dude, sh- shut up. <laughs> well, Listen, dude. I guess if you I was, ask Mike, he, I, Mike Huh? I'm late because I flew into someone's ear, and I got stuck in there, like a, a, a human's ear. Dude, this might be a bug who cried ears situation, because like you've been telling us the craziest yeah, shit for so Yeah, we've heard so it before. Dude, heard it's, it fucking, before. it's fucking not. I was in a human's ear. Ask me any Ugh. question about the inside of a human's ear. Todd, any question. Todd, last week you said you were inside a chrysalis. I did! <laughs> I did! I got trapped in there. I got covered in sap. Well, two weeks, two weeks ago, you said you were in a cocoon. So which is it, a chrysalis or a cocoon? First of all, I wasn't in a cocoon two weeks ago because you watched I got I got born out of it because you know we all used to be caterpillars. And that's yeah, fair. Put that on God. That's, all, that's a fact. Todd, Mike got laid off today. And you're coming uh, in here talking like you just want attention for being in someone's ear. Yeah, right. Once you go into an ear, you never come out. That's not true. Ask me freaking anything about the ear, Mike. Sorry to hear about your troubles, my man. No, it's okay. They caught me praying on the job. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck those mantises, man. I hate those guys. Uh, any question about being inside of an ear? Um, how waxy was it? Don't know. Too dark. Next question. What's a brain smell like? Don't know. Too dark. Next question. What's your favorite curse word? <laughs> hmm. This quick. <laughs> what words do you want to hear when you enter heaven? Uh, uh, too far. And that was Animal Parade. Animal Parade. Guys, would I be a naughty little boy if I did one more segment? No. No, I don't think so. You guys know me. This is Chaboy Adol. You know I love Halloween. I love all things spoopy. You guys know I love getting scared, right? You know that about me. Yeah, but I'm not seeing how this is going to connect to anything. Well, here's a brand new segment I'm going to introduce with a little song that goes like this. And maybe if you guys want to make some background noises that are spoopy and scary. Okay. Ghosts and ghoulies and skellies and bats, poltergeists, witches, and even black cats. It's okay to be scared now. You'll poop your pants. Hold on, I fucked it up. Spoopy. I fucked it up. Hold on, I fucked Spoopies it up. I fucked it up. And scary. Casey, right, don't don't cut this out. Just make it louder. <laughs> Ghosts and ghoulies and skellies and bats, poltergeist witches and even black cats. It's okay to be scared now. Your pants you will poop. For now is the time for the segment. Spook true. Spoopies. Spoopies. It's a new segment called Spook Troop, and here's what's going to happen for Spook Troop. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read a little spooky story I found on the internet. This is, of course, Ah! (laughs) Uh, Casey, cut that, loop it, and put it it through the entire segment. Um, So this is a real story. We would never use fake stories. These are all actual uh, spooky stories. So If it's on the internet, it happened, folks. It's real. So I'm going to read that, and then we're going to discuss and maybe see a scene. Is that okay? Okay, yes. And maybe even try and solve it. There's a bit of a mystery. We'll try and maybe solve that. Uh, so here we go. This is from a Redditor, uh, Croilbird13. Here is the spook troop story. One night, my mom heard a crash noise in our kitchen, but figured I was up and dropped something. The next morning, my dad walked downstairs and thought there was ice on the kitchen floor, but he said after looking at it, the ice wasn't melting. It was glass shards. 
They cleaned up the glass, which was on the floor, countertops, and even under the lip of the countertops along some of the drawers and cabinets. It was as if someone stood back and threw a glass object at the wall or something. We had no idea where it was from. The glass was too thick to be from any of the vases or glasses or even some bowls in the house. We had a huge family meeting in the kitchen trying to figure out what happened and where the glass came from. We still have no idea. Uh, can I have a guest? Spoopy! First of all, <laughs> that was a spoopy, spoopy. scary. Uh, uh, first of all, spoopy. Spoopy scary, Adel. Okay. Um, I think, uh, are we supposed to just solve what it was or like, guess what it was? It's just, it, it's. there's nothing to solve here because we can never know. We can, nobody can truly understand the supernatural. I know what it is. So it's all just discussion. Okay, you solved it? I saw this spoopy scary. <laughs> Let's hear it, Aaron. What do you think? I think a light bulb exploded. Oh. Ooh. Wouldn't... Okay, so here's my... Here's Shut my up. Question for both of you. No, no, no. Here's my question for both of you. And of course, hold on. We all know, of course, this is the first ever spook troop, but we all know how it goes, which is somebody puts forward an answer and the other person has a rebuttal to try and poke holes in that answer. Love it. Was shut up the rebuttal or the... <laughs> yep. <laughs> I rest my case. My, my question for both of you. If you were in your kitchen and you came in your kitchen and there was like broken glass on the floor, mm -hmm. would you be able to like do a survey of the things that you have in your kitchen and figure out what it was that broke? Or do you have so much shit in your kitchen that you'd never be able to know what glass broke? I have so much shit in my kitchen that I would not know what it was. But I would I would assume that it's something that broke and is no longer in existence, so I wouldn't check what I had. And also, I do want to point out that they, they say the glass was too thick to be from some bowls. So if the glass yeah. was too th thick to be from some bowls, what about the others that aren't lumped into that? Sounds well, like that's, that's the answer. Like if if something broke in my apartment, I would be like, oh, it's the thing that's missing. It's mm -hmm. this thing. Like mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I would be able to figure that out pretty easily, I think. Uh, how long would it take the two of you to, to figure out that glass shards is not ice? Because me, I'm going to say Well, how long have I been drinking it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, i just put some of this what's in there. What's the temperature outside? Is my drink cold? Ooh, let me put some of this glass in a highball and well, pour myself a nice bourbon. What if poison? <laughs> Aaron, god damn it. I like, I like this. the dad coming downstairs in the morning and be like, oh, there's glass in the kitchen. There's ice in the kitchen. Oh, damn, ice. Doesn't try to clean it up. <laughs> just goes and no, sits down melting. and watches like three hours of football. And, like The mom's like, hey, there's fucking glass in the kitchen. Uh, uh, hey, Rex. Doug, you just set down a candle next to all this glass. <laughs> yeah, waiting for it to melt. Yeah, Does everyone else do that thing when you accidentally hit the ice maker on your refrigerator and then some comes out on the floor and you just kick it under the refrigerator? 100%. I have okay. a dog. Everyone if does Any that. ice oh, yeah. drops on my floor, it's gone in an instant. Um, That's yeah, treats. Lou likes ice, too. Mm -hmm. um, I want to see a scene. Treats. Mm -hmm. um, Japes, you are uh, Aaron and I's father. You've called a huge family meeting. Um, because there's glass on the floor and you have you have an issue with that. All right, everybody. Family meeting. Family meeting. Uh, is no. Dad. Jeff, what do we say about family meetings? Fam we have to have our best attitude. Yeah. Sorry. Is that your best? No. No? Want to try it again? Family meeting, everybody. Family meeting. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Kelsey? Can I keep watching Grey's Anatomy on my iPad? As long as I don't catch you. <laughs> if I don't see it, if I don't see it, it's not, it, nothing bad she happens. She just said she's going to do it. This is fucked. You don't know well, that. Where's your it's, proof? It's going to be hard for, it's going to be hard for her to do it now because I'm going to be uh, looking out for it. Uh, well, then I'm going to keep playing my Wii U. 
I can see that. It's a Wii U. Dad, I want to go to Wii U for university. Okay, I'm, you're going to go to... Piss uh, University. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Listen, this is a family meeting. There's entirely too much glass on the floor of our house. Okay? Why are your hands all cut up? Uh, because I'm an idiot, and I thought it was ice, and I was like, how do you make ice cream? You push a bunch of ice together <laughs> from the floor, you stir it up in a bowl, that's ice cream. And I cut my hands up. Dad, are you going back to work anytime soon? I'll go back to work when I'm good and ready. Now, you two kids have chores to do. What's the number one chore in that fridge? It's get John McClane out of this house. So I'm sick to death of seeing all this fucking glass everywhere. I want you to find him. I think he's in the vents. I can hear him banging around in there. And I the want you fence. to get the vents. The, f- oh. the vents. And I want you to get him out of this house. Hey, Dad, can I say something? Sure. Last night I heard you on the phone talking to Uncle Dusty, and you said the number one okay. chore in this house was fucking your wife. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. You did hear me talking what, to Uncle Dusty. Why'd you say uh, that about Mom? Uh, well, I mean, uh, canonically, your mom is, uh, uh, she's long gone. Not deceased. Uh, she just remarried uh, John McClane. Uh, her name is Holly. She's very happy with him. Uh, I want you kids to do your chores. Pick me. Choose me. Love Kelsey, I see me. You watching, no, I'm I not. I see you watching Grey's Anatomy. I'm not. <laughs> That's, I see that it. line's not from Grey's Anatomy. I Denny see died? Denny just died on Grey's if, Anatomy. I'm not Denny, watching it. Denny better be that cop that's helping John McClane. That's who Denny better be. No. Hey, Dad. Denny died. Hey, Dad. Yes, Jeff. This weekend, can I go see a concert? It's Vanilla Glass. Jeff, <laughs> you're too clever for your own good. You're too clever by half, my When boy. people, when historians find this, Dad, what do you think they'll say this scene was about? <laughs> I, I think that they'll say that three people had their own ideas of what this scene was about. <laughs> scene. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Uh, that's the great description of this show is three people's <laughs> ideas never coming together. Um, how about one more? Ready? I'll hear. I'll hear. Oh, thank it you out. for the spoopy stories. Oh yes, this is the end of Spook Troop. Um, if you have any spooky articles about Spook Troop, of course, send those to hrrpodcast at gmail.com and maybe we'll do some more in the future. Um, here's our spoopy. Here's our next, uh, next and last riddle. John was employed by the Air Force during wartime to detect. Oh shit! <laughs> Don't and cut this out. This uh, this is a new segment I like to call Reversal, where I read the answer and you have to guess the question. <laughs> Yay! Okay, do it. Let's do it. No, I didn't hear. I didn't hear. Just read the uh, riddle. I totally fucked this up. Uh, here's the riddle. John was okay. Okay. Um, John was colorblind. Because of this affliction, he landed an important job. What was it? He was colorblind, so he landed an important job? Yep. John was colorblind. Because of this affliction, he landed an important job. What was it? Uh, what if you and heard I, the answer? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I'll give you a hint. It's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I legit, all I heard was Yay. military. Well, 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 okay, well, then I think you have your answer. John was in the military? Yeah, but there's, a, there's something specific that goes with it. Do you want to try and guess the full answer? Uh, fuck. Um, Aaron, you can chime in with what you heard to try and help uh, suss it out. Do you remember I what heard you heard? Air Force. Mm-hmm. That's that is correct. <laughs> Turns John out that's correct. Was colorblind, uh, and so he landed a hand job in the Air Force. <laughs> um. So what could a, what could someone who's colorblind do in the Air Force? Uh, I'm pretty sure, I, don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure people who are colorblind cannot be pilots. That's true. 
So he I wa- think that that's one of the things. If you're if you have like colorblind or if you don't have like twenty twenty vision, like if you wear glasses, I don't think you can be a pilot mm-hmm. either. Um, so if he's not a pilot, what else would he be doing that would help out the military? Uh, clean up the shit, like mop the mop the poop deck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, could of be course, a janitor. All planes have poop decks. It could be a drone pilot. Mm-hmm. 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 Aaron, any guesses? Air Force. He was in the Air Force. That's correct, but why? Doing refuels what? the ships on the refuels the jets on the ships. Okay, so the answer is he's on the Air Force. He's the guy who screams, "Get off my plane!" <laughs> uh, uh, he is the um. God, I don't know what. I don't, what are other jobs in the Air Force? Uh, this is a hyper specific job that would only be done by someone who's colorblind. So this is like a job they created for him, or if anybody else had it beforehand, they were also colorblind because of because of the needs of this job. Like a red and green thing, like like an infrared thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's helping find the plane during Christmas. Is it like like the like night vision? Or no, that um, wouldn't make any sense. It's somewhere in that realm. It does. It definitely has to do with with vision and. Um, Oh, is he? He's Vision's assistant for the Avengers. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Vision is some sort of synthetic robot. We don't trust him, even though he has a soul stone. Uh, um, we are going to see a quick scene, real quick. Uh, d- departure from this riddle that we kind of half heard the answer to. Uh, Adel, <laughs> you're going to be playing Vision. Um, Aaron, this is it's your first day as Vision's personal assistant. Great. Please come in. Welcome to my house. Oh my god, I just spilled coffee everywhere. Oh That's my god, fine. I'm so nervous. I'm so sorry. It's fine. You did not ruin my skin as I am uh, not able to be burned. I'm sorry. Do you, do you mind if I ask you a couple questions before we get started? I would only expect you to. Please answer away. So your whole sorry, thing is sorry, like... Sorry, ask away. I'll answer away. Malfunction. Program. Vision. Resetting. Reboot. Set. Vision. Go ahead. Um, Your whole thing is like being kind of boring, right? Mm, no, that's more of Hawkeye's thing. Well, no, I feel like it's more like. Um, <laughs> and the, Sorry, uh, that's my roommate, uh, Hawkeye. And the uh, woman that you're with, right? Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she had an accent, and then suddenly she didn't. Yes, I believe she was Eastern European, and then she dropped that in the subsequent. Yeah, movies. why? No one ever talks about. Um, I'm I'm not sure. That's not for me to know. And you have that yellow stone in your head, and you're sort of. You never really get your own movie because you're boring. You're boring. Well, I'm not. I'm not boring, but the stone does bore into my forehead. Uh, I call it a borehead sometimes. When Do you, you want disappear, to see my no one really. Can cares. I show you my plants? No this is a aloe plant. So of course, I never need to cut off a leaf because, again, like I said, I can't be burned. Um, this is you a and ficus. Scarlet Witch. This is a bonsai. And... Hmm. No, it's just nothing. It just feels like sort of like you'll never carry your own movie. Uh-huh. Has anyone seen my bow? <laughs> Is Hawkeye staying with you? As I mentioned, he's my roommate. Now, can I ask you, Rogue, why you're here? Um, Tell me about some of your abilities, Rogue. It was in the fridge. (laughs) I put the bow in the fridge. How did your bow fit into the fridge? It's a collapsible. (laughs) I'm going to head out. Okay. I'm going to see if Captain America's ass needs uh, assistant. 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 (laughs) Ha 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 ha. Hi, Rogue. Are you still dating Gambit? Trying to. (laughs) See. (laughs) Do the Gambit voice. Uh, Mama Boucher, uh, do what a boy. You're welcome, America. Uh, What What about the time when the mud dogs came back and won the bourbon bowl? (laughs) Come to the back of the Tony Stark. 
I don't know. What's this fucking job that somebody in the military has? Okay, where here's you have the... to be colorblind for it. John was employed by the Air Force during wartime to detect camouflaged enemy positions from aerial photographs. Uh... Camouflage is is designed to fool people with normal vision. People who are colorblind are much better at spotting differences in the texture and shading of landscape. Adel, how sad is it that you read the answer to us and we still didn't get it? (laughs) Pretty fucking sad. I I think it's ableist (laughs) to call it normal vision. Well, who knows yeah. when this riddle book was written. Yeah. Um, uh, and of course, we are, this is the Well, end there's of- normal vision and there's what you have. <laughs> and this is 1961 and the world will never get better. <laughs> um, of course, uh, we uh, we end every episode uh, with plugs. But before plugs, of course, we do have to have the two of you repeat the four members of 98 Degrees. And no! They are- no! No, I know Nick. this. I know this. Okay, here Nick we go. And, Nick and Drew Lachey. Uh-huh. Jeff something. Mm-hmm. Jeff, not Pumbaa, but Jeff. Timmons. Tim, Tim, Timmons. Yep. And. And then old. Okay. Old JJ. There's another J name. Yeah. Right? Uh, Jared. Two, two J names. First and last. Oh, that's right. Justin. Jones. Jeffers. 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 Justin Jeffries. That's it. That brings to a close number 98. Um, any plugs? Aaron. Um, I would like to plug a couple things. Let's uh, go to your computer right now or your phone and uh, check out uh, some of our new Etsy merch. We got a couple of prints or posters and uh, some pins, some enamel pins and some regular Ooh. pins. Um, we will link that in the description to the episode. Um, I think you can also find it on our Instagram. Uh, Ray Glass made by... the designs. Yeah, and they I was just going to say really friend of the show, Ray Glass made them. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No worries. And also follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Riddle. We have all sorts of bonus content over there, including a bunch of fun live streams we've done uh, during this lockdown that uh, I think are really great and worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Japes, anything you want to plug? Um, I'm still streaming on Twitch. Uh, you can find me over there, twitch.tv slash sharkbarkman. And if you haven't uh, done it, we would really appreciate it if you uh, went onto iTunes and gave us a review. Uh, it's pretty quick. It's simple to do. It helps people find the show. Um, so if you've uh, already told all of your friends about the show, um, the four people that you still have in your fucking life, <laughs> a loser, uh, then tell some strangers about it. And it does help us. There's algorithms involved, and then more people will find the show, and that's great. Uh, and what are you currently streaming on Twitch? Um, and the, it's the last of us right as t- at the time of this recording, but by the time this is out, it'll be something else. I, I don't know what it's going to be yet. Mm. Um, nobody asked me, but I'll go ahead and mention my plugs. Adam. I, <laughs> uh, I was recently a guest on a podcast called Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcast. Um, so check out my episode and all the other episodes of that show. It's an uh, absolute blast to do that. Um, also, like Japes was saying, please leave us a review. Word of mouth is how we uh, is how we get new listeners. So please tell everyone you know. If people are looking for a podcast, please mention us. Please tweet about us. Please review us and and uh, get the name out there. And that only helps us stick around longer. Because right now we're coming to a close. Right? We said next week last up. There yeah. was someone who was <laughs> who said something like in uh, a Discord or something about how like it was like episode seven. You said this was going to be the last episode, and they were like, "Oh, I believed him." 
I believe that this was act- so. Just so everyone knows, I think people no. also people also believe that I died. They're very upset. yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, that's not. It's well, the show's not coming to a close. <laughs> just just to throw that out there. Uh, and before unless we, unless <laughs> no 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 no. Uh, and and Casey, thumbs up, thumbs down. Is your audio on? Are you able to talk? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Casey is able to talk. Casey, this is a first ever segment where we check in with Audio Daddy. Do you have any plugs, Casey? Do I have any plugs? Um, Neo Scum is on hiatus right now, but we've got a bunch of stuff on Patreon if people are listeners. Who's going to sign up for the Patreon if they're not already a listener? This is a dumb plug. Other than that, yeah. (laughs) Great. First first and last time I'll ever let Casey plug something. (laughs) Yeah, Last of Us is good. Play Last of Us (laughs) 2. Casey? My friend, you've showed me that I should never let you do plugs again. <laughs> hey, thank uh, yeah. you. Ha- happy to hear. Happy to the, re- hear. the real lesson is never surprise someone to promote something. <laughs> uh, I want to I want to plug my family. They're all really nice. Uh, what I else? went up to a guy in line at the grocery store the other day. I go, hey, what are you promoting right now? <laughs> he was like, oh, nothing. I'm just checking out. Uh, let me. I'm sorry. Let me text Arnie Parrott real quick to see if he has anything to plug. And we're waiting. Uh, Aaron, while we wait, um, of course, a phone signal has to bounce off a certain thing to come back before I get that text. That thing the phone signal bounces off of is... My face! (laughs) (laughs) Jupiter. (laughs) Bye forever. Created by Adel Refai. Starring Aaron That was a HeadGum Podcast.